Here's what's coming up on today's show. It's knowing that you have flexibility so when life gets in the way, you have the ability to, to go to some of those pieces and it doesn't upset the apple cart and you know upset the financial framework for your plan. Welcome to another day in Retirement Paradise, your guide to achieving financial independence and navigating the journey to a blissful retirement. Your host is Eric Judy, RICP, a seasoned financial professional with more than two decades of experience and the driving force behind Judy Financial Group. Whether you're on the cusp of retirement or just beginning to consider your financial future, Eric Judy will provide the tools and knowledge you need to confidently plan for a comfortable and fulfilling retirement. Well, it's another day in Retirement Paradise. I'm Ben George with Eric Judy, founder of the Judy Financial Group. He's a retired income certified professional. Today, Eric, we're going to continue our conversation from last time out. We talked about expenses, kind of half of the conversation when you're talking about cash flow, but the other half is income, uh, which, I mean, they're both very important, but an income and the income planning side of things is uh, is crucial for retirement, right? Absolutely. Uh, we like to say cash flow is king once we get to retirement. So understanding where that income's coming from and how people are going to have access to it throughout retirement is a big part of retirement planning and and being comfortable in retirement. So absolutely. Yeah, we're recording this just after uh, the 4th of July. Uh, we were talking a little bit, uh, you guys have had quite a few storms coming through, huh? How, how have you guys managed to to make it through without all the power uh, for a week or so? Yeah, it, it was a challenge here. Uh, you realize, uh, and as I kind of said, I, I, I'm definitely a wimp. I like my electricity. <laughs> I like my lights. I like my air conditioning, especially when it's 90 degrees out. Mm-hmm. So Moving through those challenges, uh, you learn it's it's difficult to work um, when you don't have the internet today. It's it's just one of those other tools that you just have learned to count on. So it's it's the challenges of of being flexible and being ready to move into a place that does have power if you if you need to get out there and get things done. So. Yeah, it's you take a lot of things for granted these days. Uh, yeah, the conveniences we have, and that's one of them. So I'm glad. Uh, hopefully things are back up to normal, and, and hopefully some of that damage isn't too bad for for the people around you. And I know that you're in Springfield, Illinois, but I know if you haven't worked with Eric or haven't uh, or just joining us for the first time, Eric does work with people across the country. He's been working in that virtual setting for for more than a decade now, and, and very comfortable there. So if you have questions for him and you aren't nearby and aren't local, then feel free to reach out. You can always catch him online, judyfg.com. You can schedule a meeting right there as well. There's a blue button. Just click on that and schedule a meeting with Eric. And really, it's a very convenient and, and easy way, easy process. So if you are you know, wondering about that working remotely with someone is something that Eric has mastered and, and is very comfortable with. So again, you can always follow up with any questions on cash flow that you might have that we discussed today. But as I mentioned, this is part two of our conversation and these kind of go hand in hand, obviously. So you want to go back and listen to part one, you don't have to necessarily hear that one first before you hear this, but they are two parts of the equation to come up with your cash flow, which is so important in retirement. And today we're going to focus on the income side of things and and really the crucial role of income analysis and talk about, you know, some practical solutions and give you a little bit of guidance in terms of income as well. So let's just kind of start off, Eric, with income and, and why it's actually so important to know this piece of the puzzle in order to have financial stability. Yeah, it's it comes down to how do you get yourself comfortable with how much you can spend. And if you don't have we've said many times, if you don't have a target, how are you going to hit it? So when it comes to, you you know, you know, your expense side, or you, you know, hopefully have a goal for what you're going to need every month 
or on a regular basis to keep you comfortable. Well, how are you going to cover those expenses? What's the cash flow? Where is it coming from? What's the system you're going to use to generate that income stream? A lot of times, most clients have an idea that you know they've built up a you know a degree of savings, whether it be in qualified accounts or non-qualified accounts, uh, home equity, whatever it is that they've done to accumulate up to that point. And now it's time to then reverse the thinking. You know, we've gone through this accumulation stage, and one of the things we try to help clients do is, all right, now let's figure out a systemized approach to decumulation. And it always sounds bad when you say decumulation, but it's it's the disbursement of your savings. It's helping clients flip the switch from saving to spending. And it's not an easy switch for, for a lot of folks to, to make the transition from. They're used to having more lift in their checkbooks at the end of the month than what they started. That's what the accumulation phase is. Well, now that you're in retirement, you no longer have that paycheck for a lot of those folks. So it, it, how do we now get clients comfortable with taking all that savings and turning it into spending? Just as a one of the things we have started utilizing within our practice is a tool we call the RISA, R-I-S-A, and it's the Retirement Income Style Awareness is what RISA stands for. And it's helping clients understand their own styles. It's a psychological study. Uh, Alex uh, Mergia, Mergiwe, I'm sorry, I'm probably saying his name incorrectly, and Wade Fowle basically did a study, you know, and designed a questionnaire, a tool to help clients understand as they're getting into retirement what styles fit them? Are they someone who desires a probability-based retirement where they're going to use, you know, just withdrawals that they hope based off probability will last their lifetimes? Or are they somebody that say, hey, you know what? I want safety. I want, I want guarantees. You know, are they somebody that would look towards an annuity? Are they, you know, do they want option out, you know, the flexibility of making changes, or do they want a commitment in place and just having that same income stream coming in over a period of time that they know they can't, you know, they don't have to worry about? It's using these tools and the different resources we have to help clients understand what types of income and the pieces they can put in place that, so that they have a framework for making a financial decision in, in, as far as income and retirement. Well, is the biggest concern then if someone doesn't have that clear picture and doesn't have that understanding of retirement income, is, is the big concern just running out of money? Is that the biggest fear? The funny thing is you would think running out of money would be the biggest concern. It's usually clients don't spend enough money in retirement okay. <laughs> <laughs> because of that fear, They're, the fear of running out of money. Um, so it's without having that picture in place, you can either have people that go to the extremes one way or the other. Um, you know, if we've never had a conversation about longevity or if we don't have an expectation for how long you're going to be here. You know, and that's the one piece of the puzzle typically we don't know the answer to. So how do we anticipate it? You know, how do we plan for it? If your goal is to leave a lot of money to the kids, um, you know, spending less is a, is a good plan. Um, but it's knowing the different things that you're going to want to have for income and then putting those pieces in place. That's important. And I would say, yeah, the planning piece is big and understanding your own self um, as far as your propensity for, you know, where you're comfortable as far as different risk tools or non-risk tools as far as generating income. It's key, but, you know, we like to start from, you know, different sources and I, you know, where is it going to come from? You know, are you getting your income from pensions? You know, is it 
Do you have an annuity or an IRA, 401ks? Social security is a big piece of, of income planning. You know, do you have rental property? Uh, lots of different examples of different pieces um, and income that we use to kind of then build out the picture and start to do some of that planning to see what we need in addition to, or do we have enough already coming in from guarantees? So, Okay. Well, when you look at those different sources and you kind of listed out a number of them there, do you primarily try to build an income plan focused on like, you know, maybe one or two sources and really hone in on those? Or do you try to build it so that you have income coming in from a diversity of sources? Great question. I'm really a big fan of having a diversity of sources, but this goes back to there's no cookie cutter approach necessarily. Um, The clients themselves, and a lot of times when we try to identify their comfort and if they're more commitment oriented, um, where they like to have guaranteed income showing up, I like to say I've got one client who's a math professor, and uh, when we were doing a lot of the planning for him, we said we were, we were looking at and say, hey, you know, this is really more guaranteed income than you need. It's almost double what you're going to need starting immediately. And his answer was, well, if I spend everything you send me in a given month you'll still send me another check the next month, right? And the answer was, of course, yes. And he said, well, can I save some of that if I don't spend it all? Yeah. So his philosophy was, I don't want to have to worry about market forces. He understood his own, basically, self-style. And he said, hey, you know what? I'd rather have paychecks showing up at my door for the rest of my life than worrying about other sources. Now, Hmm. I would tell you that's the extreme. Yeah. Most of the time, I want clients to have a, a set of dedicated income and then something that helps to continue to grow so that you have that emergency resource, something that helps offset inflation. You know, I am a, a big fan of diversity of buckets so that you don't just have to rely on one source. It's knowing that you have flexibility for, so when life gets in the way, you have the ability to, to go to some of those pieces and it doesn't upset the apple cart and you know upset the financial framework for your plan because you have that bucket, that emergency, those resources available for supplemental income when they're needed. Talking about in the income side of cash flow and managing that in retirement, I know a lot of people think about guaranteed income or, or want to have that guaranteed income as you talked about. So how do you balance that guaranteed versus non-guaranteed income sources when you're building out that plan? Yeah, it, again, it's it, not the cookie cutter. I, clients always hate it when I say it, but I, you know, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of having a portion of income guaranteed. And I would tell you almost everybody has at least some portion, and it's usually coming from at least Social Security. Now, I know we would have a discussion on whether or not you consider Social Security to be a guaranteed source of income. Uh, I know there's some people out there that are concerned that it may not be there at some point in time in the future. But for our, the purposes of our practice today, we still treat it as a guaranteed income source. Mm-hmm. If you think about the different pieces and how much you need to have, um, we like to talk about the needs and the wants of, of retirement spending. Mm-hmm. We're a big fan of making sure all the needs are covered with some sort of guaranteed income. You know, you don't want to have to worry about eating, health care, transportation, some of the core aspects of what keeps you comfortable. 
you don't have to worry about selling losers to cover that that part of the portfolio or that part of the the income guaranteed income needs. So if you have a, a need, we would rather that be covered with a guaranteed source. So that's typically how we define the portion that really someone should have in guaranteed income. You know, so usually we're starting with Social Security and pensions. And then our suggestion many times is, hey, let's consider an annuity um, for the portion that we need to fill the gap to get, you know, to cover all those needs. For people that aren't comfortable with annuities, you know, it, it could be a bond ladder or CD ladder, um, something else that's a conservative, more guaranteed series of products that can cover those those core necessities. Okay. And that kind of covers too what we talked about a little bit on our expenses one about the wants versus needs too. And you can go back and, yeah. and listen to that and, and, and kind of get a better idea of how to identify what is that need versus the want. And I know we can try to justify some things in our own mind, but really breaking that down, that's kind of how you cover it too there with guaranteed versus uh, the non-guaranteed. So uh, are there are there strategies though for maximizing that guaranteed income? Um, are they different from the approaches maybe with a non-guaranteed income? So, yes, and you can, when you look at guaranteed income sources, obviously, I would tell you, you know, your Social Security, when you claim, is different. You know, it can impact the, the sources of, on the Social Security side, the source amount that's going to come from Social Security. So that's, you know, you can have different strategies for when you claim, when you start pieces. Um, if you're thinking about using annuities, you know, laddering annuities, purchasing them at different times. So when you're talking about usually guaranteed income sources, it's a significantly different set of strategies than what you would use when you're, you know, out in the accumulation stage, you know, choosing different mutual funds. So mm-hmm. a lot of times we like to flip the switch when we start to look at annuities and it's looking for specific amounts of dollars generated at certain times to meet those income gaps. All right. So that's kind of a, a better understanding of, of income. And, you know, if you have questions, if you're not sure, you know, if you have an income plan in place or where all your income will come from or what those guaranteed versus non-guaranteed sources might be, now is the time to start planning for that. If you have questions for Eric, you can log on judyfg.com or jot down this phone number 217-303-1711. And at what point, Eric, I know with someone that's maybe reaching out to kind of begin that planning process, how early are you talking income and expenses and, and kind of getting this cash flow um, under control? Is that early in the process? Is that a little bit later on? Typically, we tell most of our clients the ideal window is 10 years before retirement okay. to start looking at these different pieces and trying to balance out expectations. So that's that's the rule of thumb. If you're, if you're not 10 years away, if you're a little bit closer, you would like to retire sooner. That's okay. <laughs> but I would tell you not to wait too much longer. So. Very good. Again, you can contact Eric at Judy Financial Group at judyfg.com. The blue schedule button is the best way to get in touch with him. And of course, you can always work with him in a virtual setting if that's your preference or with him in person. But again, you can find everything online at judyfg.com. But hopefully this gives you a better understanding of cash flow. And go back to our last episode, get the expenses portion of that conversation to go along with the income. And that'll help give you a better idea of how Eric and his team help manage that for clients in retirement. Eric, thanks for your time today. As always, we appreciate it. Talk to you again soon. Contact Eric Judy by calling 217-303-1711 or visit judyfg.com. Advisory services offered through Creative One Securities, LLC, an investment advisor. 
Judy Financial Group and Creative One Securities LLC are not affiliated. Guarantees, including optional benefits, are backed by the claims paying ability of the issuer and may contain limitations, including surrender charges, which may affect policy values. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. We are not affiliated with any government agency.